Did you guys really have a choice to say no? No. We did not. No, we've tried saying no to you before, Mara. <laughs> it doesn't work out well for any of us. Hey everyone, happy Monday. We have a little bit of an impromptu podcast today. I am doing a Q&A with my parents. We had friends submit questions and we are just chatting about them. So very casual. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, we're doing a little parent Q&A. I like it. I had asked friends that do know you. Give me some questions. Give me some cues for the Q&A. Oh, no. Now, are these questions they are <laughs> interested in or just, I mean, they want to truly know what our answers are or just, hey, this is a good question to ask. Or are they trick questions? No, I bet, tricky questions. I bet you they are genuinely interested. Mm. And what we have to say. Okay. Yeah. Right. What You guys have this, like, predetermined, I don't know, Ooh. idea that nobody cares what you have to say. We are not that interesting. We really aren't. You are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of you guys as a couple, what's your favorite date you've been on together? I know, Mom, what you're going to say. I, In my mind, I know what you're going to say, but you go ahead. I don't think think you do. Okay. Maybe I don't. Hmm. There were a couple. Well, this was so not like your dad at the time because this is when we were still dating and he got us tickets to see a russian ballet company in madison what bolshoi ballet academy (laughs) big ballet fan yeah oh huge ballet fan and um (laughs) wow we went to that and i think we went to the remember the there was that white horse restaurant right on the corner by the civic center and we had dinner there and we went to the and i thought wow that i mean that was totally something obviously for me yeah so i that was a great nice date i mean i've loved all the things that when we're going to vegas and stuff that's i thought thought 100 percent you're gonna say pink concert oh well but that's, that's a more that's, that's, that's kind of like really travel. A, that's you know. not really a date. That was like right. a event. Yes. I mean, yeah. that was an event. Very true. And very I would true. even and say. And part of a vacation. Right. Like when did. Eating at um, Bobby Flay's Mesa Grill. That was one of my favorite outings. Right. Not a date. That's what I was just trying to think of too. Is like specific dates. Like I could not have ever come up with that Madison ballet oh, thing yeah. or whatever. You know, like I was thinking when. But again, this is travel. But Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, that was great. I and mean, that's yeah. not a date, but that was just like yeah. a very fun, just mm-hmm. awesome time together. Just right. Yeah. What was your favorite age to parent through? Well, when you say parenting, though, too, I think of more like hands-on. So I guess, you know, I, I thought when you guys were little kids, what, maybe four to ten or something like that is just like it's such an amazing growth time and changes going on. But, I mean, every time has been, mm-hmm. like, awesome. Right, and I would agree with that. You know, you're going through it, and with you and Nicholas being two years apart, you know, you're 
you know, it's a one and three. Oh, this is the best time ever. And then all of a sudden you're three and five. Oh, you're a little more independent. This is great time too. And then you're five and seven, you know? So I don't think there was any time that it, I thought, oh, I cannot wait for this to be over. How about high school? High school was great. It was a little more stressful <laughs> than when you were three and five and I was, you know, the keeper of your domain. You yes. Know where y'all were at every moment. Come to find out, Dad knew where you were more often than I not did. Not me. Not I feel. Me, not I feel no. like my work was done after age ten. Like <laughs> you know, at that point, you pr- the, the code is pretty much set in place, and you guys were on your own after that. They are self sufficient after right. this point. Go forth. Yeah. There's just minor tweaks after age ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. All right. I thought you were gonna say <gasps> high school was brutal. Oh, oh no. no. We had a great. We loved going to the sporting events. We loved when, you know, you'd have all your friends over. Yeah. One of my favorite high school, when you had everybody over for prom. Yes. And, you know, the picture-taking things. We probably knew more about you than you think we knew about where you guys <clears throat> were and what people were up to. Really? Yeah. You guys had the inside scoop. Well, again, it's a pretty small town. Yes, yes. A lot of your friends you grew up with so we knew parents we knew you know yeah the bleakers we knew all so and parents tend to talk joke about it too like Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so how was your and we did i'm i mean we weren't horrible in high school it was just like Mm -hmm. a we're being little rebels every now and then um what was the most challenging part of parenting in general i think the most challenging part still of parenting is when I see you or Nicholas hurt, whether that's physically hurt, you know, you fall off your bike, scrape your knee, um, or you're hurt, or someone hurts you, mm-hmm. you know, and makes you feel bad. That yeah. for me is the most challenging thing because me, I want to make it all better. Mm-hmm. And then I want to hunt down and destroy whoever, <laughs> whoever yes. maybe hurt you. So yes. That's, you know. And that probably right. doesn't, I mean. Oh, that doesn't that, go away. That's going to. It does not go yeah. away. I think for me, too, it's like how much to, inter- not intervene, but how much do you weigh in on decisions or even direction setting? Mm-hmm. So I think of like, um, let's just say from the time you guys pick where you're going to go for, um education after high school or job choice, career choice. It's like, how much do you try to influence? Like, I think you should get a job here or, or I think you should do this with this car or that car or, or how much do you just let happen to a certain degree? And so I would say to me, that's the hardest part about God, should have I been more like forceful in my opinion or not, and I guess I'm always happy, I guess, in the way things have played out, but that, to me, is a hard part about parenting, mm-hmm. is like, was I just too calm in my reactions, or... Mm-hmm. or... Yeah, like, how how much do you influence yeah. the decision, or how much do you let us find our way on our own, or figure it out? Yeah, like, because yeah, we see examples, too, of other parents, you know, who might greatly influence, like they plan out their the life for their kids and then the kids start following that and, and, and they're very unhappy and they're you know oh see how successful so and so is 
but you know that's but the they parents. Tried it. It's been all scripted, and right, the, yeah. it's the parents deciding mm-hmm. for them. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. What is a favorite family tradition that we have? Oh my gosh! I was trying to think of. <laughs> I feel like we've got to have some funny ones. Here's here's a funny one. Uh, whoever finishes a case of Coca-Cola or Diet Coke yes. in the family has to wear the case of Coke on their head. Right, the empty curtain. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it was Coke, you'd be Coke King or yeah, beer, or d- beer King or yes. something like that. That's right. who, Which, oh, that's when you different. did that at oh. our house one time for the first time and Jim was there, he was like, what the hell? <laughs> And if it, someone, it's quite a spectacle. Yeah, yeah. If someone rips the case open properly when you first start, mm-hmm. it does look a little bit like a Roman helmet. Yes. Too, it does. So. You've got like the side. That's side interesting. Guard. Yeah, that's not like nothing like a sentimental like a one. That's yeah. just a weird one. Right. I would say um, uh, this is kind of random too, but feeding uh, reindeer food at yes. Christmas that you guys mm. always yeah. sprinkle on the snow. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, that one has left a print. I get yes. a text from a ring cook every year when you bring in the reindeer food over right. and I'm 28. Uh, so yeah. it is. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's a good tradition. I'd say definitely that. And then, you know, putting the cookies out and, and the milk and cookies, milk and cookies, cookies yeah. even to this day. Mm-hmm. Do that. Yep. We always have like a traditional St. Patrick's Day dinner oh, with corned beef yeah. and cabbage. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, we have the holidays are always right. very traditional yeah. family gathering, big family gathering, mm-hmm. to which your mom does obviously a great job in planning that and pulling everyone together. Yes. And since we've had um, go up to the lake, a tradition is like who is the first in the lake every year? And like, who was that this that year? That would be you. Thank you. This year you were? I was. She yeah. was. I was the first person in the wow, lake. Wow, nice. Also, and the year before, Nick and Mara went in the lake the day after the ice went out, and then we had a little friendly competition, meaning they did, of who could stand in the ice-cold lake longest. And that longest. deeply bothered you. That deeply did. bothered me because they start saying, oh, I can't feel I my can't, legs. No, I can't feel my legs and, either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then I'm just like, get the out of like, there. Like, you guys, get out of the lake right now. Yeah, those are, I'm sure we have more. We've got, I feel like we have some just funny things that we do in the family. Putting, you know, dad putting his little snowman Yes. Ornament. We all have our own ornament. Your little um, do not hop on pop ornament. We all have our ornament to put on the tree. Everybody has their own special ornament. Oh, we have a red plate. Oh, the red plate. So if anybody like does something special in the family, like when we were little, if you um, like won an athletic event, if you got an award at school or something, you got the red plate for dinner and we have carried it through family adulthood family dinners if somebody gets a promotion uh, at work Jim Hansen has had Jim the red Hansen plate Jim Hansen has had the red I plate know, I know I know yeah so that's it's carried on lots of good traditions there let's see what the next question is uh favorite you guys kind of touched on Vegas being fun as a couple Woo-hoo. so i'm going to ask favorite vacation as a family to me Jamaica we went to Jamaica as a family and just had an amazing time as all of us are four adults then. Yeah. <laughs> that have... was the first trip like as all of us uh, being adults, wasn't right. it? Yes. And 
you know, I really enjoyed our ski trips together, but I wasn't with you the whole time. I mean, yeah. in Jamaica, we were together the whole time. Yes. So, I would definitely. have to say, yeah, that's definitely... I also think back, like, this is a while ago, but when we went to Siesta Key, mm-hmm. Keys, oh, that was a great as a family of four, like, that was fun, that was... Um, but we were much younger. Yeah, I think grade we school. Have been 10 or 12. Ireland. We went to Ireland. Ireland. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, to me, Jamaica was, was fun and relaxing. Right. Where, I, Ireland, know. I mean, that was stressful at times, getting from one place to another. I had, I don't travel internationally with two children. You close your eyes on narrow roads when I'm sitting I on the wrong side of the car, do. driving on the wrong side of the road fast. Yes. I, Jamaica's, I mean, there are just so many stories from Jamaica. We, or Jim, Nick and I were both of age to be drinking, so we were able to enjoy, like, drinks together. Nick rapped at, like, open mic night and was the only one, like, his age. In the martini bar. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a casual martini bar, and Nick gets up and, like, raps Gold Digger. I dislocated my knee dancing with one of the resort workers. I fixed that dislocated knee. You popped it back in. We danced. We played games. We drank, what is it? Uh, dirty monkeys or oh yeah yeah those were dirty ate, banana ate so much jerk chicken oh this is a deep uh, one of my um loris girls asked this how do you grow individually while also growing with your partner while you think about this let me tell a story okay because so you guys ponder mm. but in um i forget if it was high school or college someone had presented the idea to me or had shared their thoughts that um, like getting married just doesn't make sense because as an individual you grow and evolve and to think that you would be with one person would be just against like what would normally happen as like human evolution and I had shared that with you one time and you had told me no 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 you just find someone that you can evolve with and that had stuck with me so there's my story about that question very nice yeah but how would you guys answer that how do you grow individually while also growing with your partner wow that is good I don't I mean it truly is like a complimentary part like you're a much more caring giving person than I am so I think to me that helps me grow that way because otherwise I truly wouldn't I mean you definitely exemplify that to me that's where but I mean I I still do my hobbies and whatever I like see that I don't know I guess you got to be supportive of letting someone do what they enjoy and I would say that the actual foundation for that would be respecting each other and allowing that person and respecting that person enough to explore different things and trusting them you know i tried the skiing thing and it didn't work out for me yeah (laughs) but um you know dad goes skiing all the time he goes skiing with you guys um that's not my thing and so that's a hobby that he does yeah, we joke around because my, like, Jim, a lot of things that I do with friends, like, Jim is usually doesn't come because he's doing his own thing with his friends or is going hunting. Like, the big joke is, like, 
um, end of August through November, it's like Jim is gone every weekend, but I'm still doing stuff with my friends. So it's a joke, and um, like Kat, my friend Cassie and I always joke about this, like that for some people that would not work right like it would not right. work to have mm-hmm. you guys are doing separate things and then it's like oh back on sunday night and then you dive into your week but that's just what works for us like if i want to go out with my friends and he would prefer not to because he wants to go fishing with his friend ryan it's like that's what works for us and we're mm-hmm. supportive of like both ways now there are some things where it's like no you need to come to this with Mm -hmm. me or i need to go to that with you and then we figure Mm -hmm. that out and those are the critical decision points when you get to Mm -hmm. those that you 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 make the right decision jim hansen (laughs) a threat calling you out hansen yes yeah and i i think you guys both have um i think you manage it well you guys both have hobbies that you guys do and explore Ooh, mom This was a hot topic. This came up quite a few times. Okay. As someone that now owns a place and is more open to having people over and entertaining, what are your top three tips when hosting a group of people at your house? Things to keep in mind, things to prepare for. You are the hostess with the mostest. No stone is left unturned. (laughs) Well... I, I always try to think of the people that are coming. You know, are they brandy old-fashioned drinkers? Are they red wine drinkers? Are they margarita drinkers? And so I try to think of that. That's you know. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't do this probably well, but I notice this when I go to someone's house, <clears throat> and I like to aspire to this, but just to be casual and enjoy it as well and not Mm -hmm. to get there have been more than a few times when I've gotten so wrapped up in the event that I forget to enjoy the people that are there I know I'm looking in the corners of my house to see if there's like dust nobody else's yeah and I've gotten better at that but um you know just just enjoy Mm -hmm. the event as well don't get wrapped up in the details. Just, you know, if it's a cardboard box with a pizza in it and a six-pack, that could be the goes best sometimes. thing ever. Mm-hmm. And the last one. Hmm. I don't know. You always have appetizers oh, to entertain yeah. guests prior to a meal. If I do. That's the route. I do. I, you know, I guess you always have appetizer snacks. Then you have to have your meal, which, you know, it has to have a vegetable, uh, starch, pro- mm-hmm. almost always bread, you know, maybe fruit in there somewhere. And I don't. I think it's so routine that you don't even notice some of the little details anymore. But it's like you, you put snacks where you want people to gather rather than hovering around you in the kitchen. So you strategically place snacks to bring people to other <laughs> yeah. parts of the house. Totally. You never um, put out like chips, crackers in their original box. They always get put in um a bowl or a basket to just make everything look nice you always have coordinating if it is more casual and you're doing like paper plates you always do like plates and napkins that are matching you know that it's um inconvenient for people to like always have to go to the freezer take it out scoop ice themselves so you always have a bucket of ice at the bar or at the area that people are going to be getting drinks so it's already available for them 
I could probably keep going on. Yeah. You, yeah. you, oh, here's another one. You keep, before guests are about to arrive, you proactively open the garage door as an indicator, come through the garage so then people don't start parking out front. They or park in the back. Or we close it to force people to go through the front door. And yeah. then you clear the closet so we have room to hang coats. You also have you, oh my automatic little lights because you guys have um, a few steps, concrete steps leading up to your house. So when guests are ready to leave at night, you literally go out and you put lights on the concrete steps. So elderly family member, oh, they would kill me for saying that. Older family members <laughs> don't trip and fall. Like very... A lot of thought that goes into it. An experience, right? Yes. Yeah. Dad, yours is, oh. what would your finance guy here, what's your advice for a young adult trying to manage financial lows? So um, wow. think like, yeah, post-college, like people my age thinking like, okay, how do we, we get through the sludge of... Right, right. Yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, that's, I, I feel like... We're always working on this oh, yeah. as a couple yeah. too. But I mean, so this is something I heard recently and it really made sense to me too, is like the way to be successful and this could be financial or other is doing like many little things repeatedly right. In other words, it's not like one big thing or just a few big things is going to make a difference in your life. It's like, it's all the little things and you have to repeatedly do those things and the same goes for failures. Like if if you fail and you kind of do something. So I guess an example financially would be like if you always are running a balance on your credit card and can never pay that off, somehow you need to break that cycle because that is a little thing that you're going to keep doing every day of your life or every week, you know. And so mm -hmm. I guess I would just say make small things routine that are positive or successful for you mm -hmm. and just keep doing them and also if you want to read a book about that have you read atomic habits no i'm pretty sure that book focuses all around that oh that's good i'm not trying to add i yeah. am in no place to give financial advice but one thing that like um jim and i have either people have told us or we read about or it's just like something as young couples is like always live um, like at our age, I think it's easy to want to like live a more lavish lifestyle than what you can actually afford. And it's like, you should always be living below or at your means and kind of ditch the idea or the notion that you have to be like publicly giving out this image. Like I've got it all figured out because nobody our age is really like in a strong, strong financial standing unless you have really have had like good cards dealt yeah i would say one other thing i think of and mm -hmm. and i've even again continue to think or work on this too is that we, we all have our jobs but if you early on in life too can find out other sources of income whether that's just investing your savings like realize that yes your job is one form of income but there's so many other ways that you can build income in your life and you just need to figure out what one is right for you like briefly we were landlords and we did that and you know you have people renting so maybe that's one avenue but again the simple one is saving money and investing and it doesn't need to be fancy you don't need to know stocks you can just do mutual funds but that is another thing that's going to build over time and again if it's just small repeated increments and you do that consistently you will have wealth when it comes to retirement time mm -hmm. but you've got to 
do that. Like if you just buy cars, they're depreciating assets. If you buy houses, that's fine, but you know, there's a lot of maintenance and work that goes in them. So you have to save, invest. Mm -hmm. Another tip that you had given um, Nick and I, and obviously like this, um, there are different things to pay for at different times, but if you can, when you do get your first job, um, contribute the max amount to your 401k so you can get used to and adapt to a paycheck as it's your first paycheck as an adult or as a first mm -hmm. like um, adult job. You adapt to working with that income and then if big things come or like lifestyle changes and you need to scale back that contribution then you can and then you'll have more money coming in. But if you start with contributing the full amount you adapt to living off of like <clears throat> that stable paycheck. Yes. There's a calculation that expenses always rise to meet income I think, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have the money you'll spend, spend the money. The money. What's the most impactful book you've read? <laughs> these are these random ones are from Amber. What's the most impactful book that you have read? Um, You're Badass. That, I was going to say that. No! That's yeah, a good one. I like that one. Mm -hmm. That one's very good. I'm reading um, Perfectly Yourself right now, and that's good, that's good as well. I'm not yeah. a big reader. I'm really I know. Honest. I was going to say oh, I love, and I, probably if I read it again, I would be like, oh, like, it just doesn't hit as hard, but I read You Are a Badass just, like, at a, I don't know, at a good point where I was like, oh, this is yeah. the best book ever. Mm -hmm. there, there was one I read a long time ago called Peak Performers, and I always thought at the time that's when I was, like, developing my career development, and I always just read that and thought it was just really about people going the extra mile, so that really stuck with me. But one I read recently was called Code Breakers, Breakers? Code Breaker, about Jennifer Doudna and... She's a, a woman who won the Nobel Prize for genetic editing, mm. all this genetic work that's going on. So if you want to have your mind blown about what's going on in medicine and genetics, and then it even relates to the COVID vaccine, read mm. Code Breaker. Code Breakers. I was also going to say another Matthew Kelly book, The Rhythm of Life, yes. I thought was very good. Mm -hmm. Whether you're religious or not, it's just like... Mm -hmm. um, like what's holding you back from living your best life, how you can live your best life, and like, yeah, so that's it, another one. Okay, that's book. What do you enjoy most about spending your summers in the upper peninsula of Michigan? I love the slower pace. There are not as many have-tos and, and should-dos. You know, I think that eventually we'll have a few more things to do around here like paint this or fix that and right. but um it's just a plus when we have friends up or family up they're also feeling that oh you know they're a little more relaxed and you know mm -hmm. right it's a great feeling to share mm -hmm. i would say like there's so many special moments that happen just when people visit like that too when you're with friends or family and then even like this morning I got up and it was hazy out but the sun was coming up and it was just this magnificent orange ball that I mean it didn't look like the sun it just looked like something mm. like out of this world and stuff so I would say like just unique experiences like that mm -hmm. with 
with nature. Mm -hmm. wow. And we happen to be up there right now. And last night, it was like loons were like howling at each other and yeah. cool nights. So all awesome. Okay, I've got two more and then we'll wrap it up. A heavy one. Ooh. What's the secret to a successful marriage? Ooh. Drum roll. To me, marriage isn't 50-50. If you're, if you're thinking you're going into a relationship and it's like, nope, it's 50-50 work because some days it's 397, you know, mm -hmm. it's that other person needs to carry a lot. And then another time it's 97% and 3%. And then you, you have to be the person that's carrying a lot. And so I think being open to, to that, you know, and just stepping up to the plate and again, when I, before, when I said respecting each other, mm -hmm. that's kind of like the foundation, yeah. a fundamental. Yep. Mm -hmm. I would say you just got to keep trying or working at it. Mm -hmm. Like, like things evolve and change and like, unless you're engaged, I guess that's when I would say that you would have problems because you have to be engaged. You, you have mm -hmm. to be aware. And I guess... I would say too, we probably all fall into different levels of awareness about, like we all focus on ourselves so much, but to be aware mm -hmm. of what the other person's going through mm -hmm. and then be what, empathetic or sympathetic? <laughs> is this a recent debate? This was debate? a recent yes. debate on the definition. Uh, what, what the difference is. is empath empathetic is when you are feeling someone, what someone else may be feeling, or at least recognize what someone else is feeling. You show them empathy, What's right? What's empathy then? Oh God! I don't. I guess I don't know what the so definition. So you yourself have felt that, right? Yes. So you oh. have. You know, you've really been. So empathy that. is. I haven't been through that, but I can real or I can understand what you may be feeling. And sympathy is. I have been through that, and I I'm, understand right. what you're going through. So, I acknowledge what you're feeling. And, gotcha. But, oh, I understand what you're feeling. Yeah. yeah. You have right. a better definition. No, no, I just, I, I was, and as I said that, I'm like, is that right in a marriage? But I would say there's definitely things you would be feeling as a woman as you go through some different life phases that I, as a guy, I'm not going right. to, like, sympathize with you, but I could empathize with you. Like, I right. hear what you're telling me, and I'm going to recognize it, right. but I don't, I, I can't, no I cannot it. feel it right. in here. Right. Yeah. So I would say just, again, you got to be engaged in caring and willing. And communicate, and like, you know, that really ticked me off, or, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't like it when that was soft. Right. Mm -hmm. One mm. final question, and we're wrapping up. What are you looking forward to most in this next season of life? Hmm. I think seeing the growing successes of you and Jim and Nick and just kind of being along for the awesome things that you guys have going on and the things that you have coming up. I mean, mm -hmm. you know... I, yeah, it's a uh, weird transition right, period because I, we've got. I mean, yeah. we've got the cottage we always wanted. We've got a great family. I'm downsizing jobs, yeah. so you know, yeah. Brad's got a little more um, flexibility. So I mean, I think that's really what I'm looking for. You know, having your house all put together. I, yeah. So work-life balance, I would say, yeah, right? Like, yeah. you know, I think we've discovered that nicely. And then what's more fun is now to see, like, your progression 
both yourself, Nick, Jim, through career and then just kind of life. And it's kind of like, oh my God, we're at that point where we're <laughs> watching our kids and yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're old. We're old. No, no. Oh my God, are you old? I think I you guys <laughs> have a lot of fun things coming, eventually retirement, and you've got a lot of fun things Amen. Yeah. coming up in the future. Very fortunate. Yes. We just, we talked about that last night at dinner. We live a very fortunate life and we're very grateful for it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on for a Q and A session. I appreciate it.